the Gritty Growing Up podcast. Because mental health conversations don't have to be uncomfortable and argumentative. Gritty Growing Up is about challenging the perceptions of childhood and recognising that whilst it isn't what it used to be, we can still make it positive. Join us as we share conversations, knowledge and strategies to help your family connect and move forward together. Welcome back to Gritty Growing Up. Now in this episode, I want to dive into the concept of empathy when listening to other people's mental health issues. Something that I frequently hear is that parents, professionals or carers or even random social media followers can get caught up in this concept of understanding someone else's mental health. And sometimes this can actually prevent us from hearing what's actually happening to that person And the thing with mental health is that you don't have to understand someone else's feelings to empathise with their struggles. In fact, sometimes we can get so caught up with trying to understand their mental health that without even realising it, we're minimising or dismissing their feelings. Just because you don't understand their mental health struggles does not mean that their feelings, emotions or reactions are invalid. Personally, I feel like the concept of empathy has gotten in the way of the issue. For years, we've encouraged people to be empathetic, to try and understand and share the feelings of another. But by trying to understand it, it can lead us to pulling apart what they're experiencing, trying to understand it better, asking so many questions. It's almost as though by telling people that they need to empathise, we've become so caught up in trying to understand on a better or a higher level that we can miss what they're actually saying to us. And as they're talking, we're pondering our next questions, thinking about our responses to their statements. So we actually stop listening. Now, it's not because we don't want to listen and it's not because we don't care. It's actually by teaching everyone to empathise more, we get caught in the trap of teaching them to listen less. As we want to respond, support, help and there lies the barrier. So do we really need to understand Or could we instead be compassionate to have concern for their sufferings? If we were to be compassionate, could we instead hear their worries, listen to their struggles, process their difficulties, recognise their barriers without trying to understand, but instead wanting to be present and being supportive? Now, I'm sure that everybody has a friend that if they just sit and listen to them, they feel so validated. Whereas if that person's trying to help them, support them, tell them what to do, guide them, push them, they can sometimes feel like it's just easier to stop talking. And I think we need to be really careful that in trying to empathise, we can sometimes be putting walls up. We can actually be pushing that person away or making that person feel invalidated. Because whilst it's nice for us to understand, what the person really needs is for us to hear them to see them, respect them and validate their worries. So many young people who try and tell an adult, try to tell a professional about their mental health issues, will often find that in the first few instances of trying to do that, they are dismissed. Stop being so silly. It's not that bad. You haven't got anything to worry about. You'll grow out of it. It's just your hormones. It's just part of growing up. All of these comments as much as sometimes they're well-meant and they're well-intended when we tell them to pull their big girl pants up, when we tell them to put a brave face on, to man up, we're actually minimising their worries. We're telling them that their feelings aren't valid when they really, really are. And here's the thing about validation. To validate, we do not have to understand or even agree with what that person's saying to us. 
it's actually a statement. I can hear that you're really struggling right now and that this is really hard for you. Actually, by acknowledging, do you know, I know this is really rubbish. I know that you really feel like you're sinking in quicksand right now. But actually, I can hear that and I can see that you're struggling. Suddenly, I'm validated. Suddenly, my feelings are worth of something that they are being recognized. You might not get it. You might not think it's true. You might not feel that it's a balanced response that they have. You might even be thinking in the back of your head that they're overreacting or that you feel that they're blowing it out of proportion. Maybe you even consider that they just need to shake it off or that it's not as bad as they say. But that's our issue, not theirs. We need to be careful not to let our feelings prevent us from seeing and hearing that person's feelings and problems. So what that person, this human being in front of us needs is someone to have compassion with them that this is hard and validate that they are being heard. I can hear that you're really struggling right now and that this is really hard for you because even if you don't get it, their feelings are valid and true to them. Now, non-judgmental listening is something that I teach in nearly all of my courses and it's concerned with listening to hear, not listening to respond. Therefore, what's required is for us to stay present in the conversation and not be thinking about what we might say next. When we're texting, when we're using social media, when we're talking, we can so frequently be caught up in what we need to say, how we should be responding, what might they want us to tell them, how might they want us to come across. And that means that we actually can create barriers to conversation. When we're supporting a child or adolescent or even a friend or colleague, it's really imperative that we listen respectfully without judgment and value what they're telling us. So when we're talking with children, young people, and they're telling us about their worries, they're telling us about their feelings, when they've had the courage and the ability to say, I'm finding this really hard right now, we need to be considering. Ensuring that you actually have time to talk and it's a safe and quiet space so that children know that they have our attention. Not in a busy corridor, not while we're also talking to someone on the phone, not whilst we're in the middle of doing other things. Sometimes we need to find that safe space and that might be that we get in the car and go for a drive together. That might be that we're going out for a walk somewhere so actually we can give you 100% of my attention and not be distracted. It's about listening carefully to what's being said. And clarifying what they say to ensure that you understand, not about asking thousands of questions or responding to them. Ensure that you don't dismiss their feelings or tell them they're not true. For that individual, their symptoms and thoughts are really, really real. Give them time to talk. Don't rush them, but allow them to open up at their own pace. We all know how scary it is sometimes to tell someone else what's going on with us. And actually giving them time, sometimes it might take a few moments. Sometimes they might sit there for a little while and try and gather their thoughts. The courage it takes to tell someone that your mental health is really taking a battering right now is so much. And actually allowing them to do that at their own pace and not feel rushed means that they can ensure that they've told you everything that you need to know. Make sure that your body language shows that you're listening and engaged. So make sure you're making eye contact, that you're concentrating on what they tell you, that you're sitting so they can see you and that they're actually you're angled towards them. Don't be also checking your mobile phone, making sure that the dinner's cooking and doing these other things. We need to be making sure that we're present and use nonverbal cues to show that you're listening. So we might be nodding, we might be clarifying, we might be making sure that we're making eye contact, it might be a hand gesture, but making sure that we're actually showing them, do you know what, I'm listening to what you're saying. 
Because when we're compassionate and validate what we are hearing, when we're compassionate and validate to those young people, we can open up more meaningful conversations about mental health, remove the stigma and ensure that earlier intervention happens, earlier strategies are put in place and that those young people receive the support and care that they really need. Until next time, stay safe, keep talking, look after one another and we'll be back very soon with more Gritty Growing Up. Stay safe, keep open-minded, and we'll look forward to sharing more gritty moments with you next time. If you want to up your knowledge in the meantime, head over to www.dandeliontraininganddevelopment.com.